Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Told you in the last hour that we would give you some accolades. We're going to wait till tomorrow to get that in the high school hour so it stays in that uh, high school prep sports podcast. So we will give you those first thing in the morning tomorrow. Um. Yeah. Before we get into our ten o'clock guests, scrolling through Twitter as we are wont to do, the Ohio Valley Conference two minutes ago announced their inaugural postseason OVC Beach Volleyball Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a sport that's really picking up momentum. And I know even here in Middle Tennessee, I know Zion Christian has a graduate who I believe plays at Southern Miss. That's correct. Um, And they they did well. I'm not I want to say they may have won the Conference USA or something. I'm not sure because I, I know that because it's such a young sport that a lot of conferences don't have it across the board. Two of the OVC's All Stars are from Chattanooga. So um, I mean, Abby Wilson, Abby Wilson, that's it. She was named the CCSA's All Tournament Team on Sunday for her performance. They they beat UAB in the championship. It's, the CCSA, whatever that is, it's CCSA, CCSA, not I, CUSA. No, it just says. Huh. It, Again, it's probably like a merge. If, of, if they were using AP style, we would know what it is because first reference would have given us that. Mm, but. Yeah. Well. Anyway, um, I just I just saw that and and was struck by hmm? that. And like you said, it's it's picking up. We've got at least one facility here that that kind of caters to slash specializes in beach volleyball so yes they do yes they do um also real quick before we move on uh summit high school just tweeted that summit's own radio announcer is the voice of the titans (laughs) congratulations matt rogers and i said whoa now whoa Voice of the Titans. Whoa. The voice oh. of, is that what they said? The That's vo- exactly what they said. No, I that, said that title's that taken. That title is taken. And there is but one bot. <laughs> that, that, that title is taken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I just said to, you know, slow set your, the, slow set your the roll. record state straight. Slow, slow your roll. Yeah. That's right. Um, speaking of Associated Press style, <laughs> we have on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with this this morning, AP. Sports editor in Tennessee, mm-hmm. Teresa Walker, and also TSWA Hall of Famer. So that's pretty awesome. And we're excited to bring her on because uh, we get to talk a little bit about said Titans. And we'll touch on the Preds 
of some sort. <laughs> so welcome in, Teresa. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Good morning, gentlemen. Teresa, have you ever played beach, beach volleyball? <laughs> no, I, I did have a meal in Rio de Janeiro across the street from where the Olympic beach volleyball stadium was uh, back in 2016. That's as close as I've gotten to uh, the sport of beach volleyball. That was Teresa's way of letting her letting us know that she's covered that the she, Olympics and that she went to yeah 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 about as subtle as a sledgehammer yeah <laughs> hey um so tomorrow Teresa, the nfl draft um titans as of right now are at 22 what do you what what are your thoughts what do you think what do you think jay rob's got up his sleeve here well, I'll say this. Uh, it, I'm keeping an eye on all the chatter in, involving Julio Jones. You know, there's talk that, uh, you know, the, the Atlanta Falcons are in salary cap mess. Uh, and they mm-hmm. probably can't afford Julio Jones. With, and there's so much speculation that he might get traded. Guys, especially, with the, especially with the, the tweet that came out this morning that they are, no surprise, picking up the fifth-year option on Calvin Ridley. Exactly. And A.J. Brown, just a few minutes ago, who currently wears number 11, (laughs) tweeted out that he would give up number 11 if uh, the Titans somehow managed to add Julio Jones. Uh, Now, I I will say this. I do think that, you know, wide receiver is a a position of serious need for the Titans. I mean, Corey Davis is gone to the Jets. Johnny Smith is with the Patriots. They've got to replace those guys uh, and, and the ability to catch the ball. I mean, this offense was uh, tied for second in, in most yards per game last year, fourth in most points. They've got to replace that production. Uh, it's why I've been thinking, you know, that <clears throat> I like Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss at number 22. Although, uh, you know, John Robinson talking to us Monday made clear that, you know, he's willing to shuffle around. You know, that this draft is deep, you know, between, you know, up to 100. He'd love to get some more picks in that area. And one way to do that would be maybe sliding back a few spots. You know, wide receiver is such a deep spot in this draft. They also need cornerback. Lord knows they need that. Um, more depth at edge rusher, linebacker, offensive line, shoot even a kicker. You know, so they've got a lot of needs with the nine picks they've got. Uh, the, the one reason I'm very skeptical on this Julio Jones thing, could it be an absolute fit? Absolutely. I mean, yes, I know that Julio Jones is 33 coming off a, an injured, you know, injury riddled kind of season. Uh, you know, so I have a lot of question marks there. The biggest reason I just don't see that happening with the Titans is, you know, I don't know how they make more cal- uh, salary cap space, you know, yeah. to, to make that kind of deal happen. You know, they've got enough money to, you know, to, to, to sign their rookie draft class, maybe add a couple more, you know, uh, you know, veteran pieces at the minimum salaries. But to, to pull off a deal like that, uh, you know, you, you'd have to be get you know, and, and the reason that Atlanta Falcons are getting rid of them is to dump salary cap space. You're not exactly going to get them to do what Miami did a couple years ago and keep much of that salary on their own books when they're trying to unload it. So, uh, I, I'm thinking wide receiver early and, you know, probably they may end up getting two in this draft. Also, Teresa, if, if I recall correctly, the salary cap hit for the Falcons is about $8 million more if they make a draft day type trade involving Julio Jones and if the, than if they wait down into June. I think it was 15 yes. in June and 23 now. 
something like that. Uh, and, and yeah, what, whatever meal, uh, deal gets made, it's probably going to be dated like June 2nd to help spread that cap hit around for the Falcons. So now that said, NFL accounting can be very creative when it comes <laughs> to the salary cap. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they would have to be, you know, the Falcons and the Titans to get something done would probably have to be, you know, working the uh, books strenuously. That said, they do have Vin Marino in their front office, and he is just a whiz with uh, the salary cap. It's why the Titans hired him away several years ago from the NFL front office. So uh, if something could be done, I'm sure they'll find a way, but I just don't see that happening. That said, it's the NFL and anything, you know, whenever I count something out, it does happen. So I I can't dismiss it completely out of hand. Yeah, I was going to, that was kind of my thought process was how did the Titans address basically the same issue there in that they have, salary cap issues so i don't think that that's it's even in the realm of possibility because i mean you just have to give a 33 year old injury riddled uh julio jones too much guaranteed money and a signing bonus so anyway exactly and we and we saw what happened i mean this is a team that you know we're throwing pieces like dory jackson malcolm butler kenny picaro dennis kelly overboard and cutting them because mm-hmm. they had to make cap space to make some of the moves that they have made so and clear up cap, cap space. So that's it, it, you're right, Chris. It just doesn't seem like it's possible at this point. Uh, you know, and, and that's the thing. That's the beauty of the draft. You can suddenly go get some cheap players there. So I, I would just look for an NFL team that's got much more cap space to be interested in Julio Jones. And, you know, Titans interested? Sure. Can they afford it? Well, you and I, all, we all know that there's lots of things we'd like to have and we just can't afford it. I mean, who are the guys that the Titans could go after? Say Elijah Moore doesn't make it to the second time the Titans pick if they don't take him in the first. I mean, there are some guys out there who are very similar in stature and style of play to Corey Davis. Uh, Are there some guys that we expect the Titans to look at outside of Elijah Moore? Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and that's the beauty. We, you know, the fun thing about the draft is we just don't know how it's going to go. We know Devontae Smith, uh, Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase are going to go up early. Uh, then there's Rashad Bateman, uh, Rondell Moore, uh, Kadarius Toney, uh, Elijah Moore. There are so many, you know, wide receiver is very, very deep. Shoot, Josh Palmer of Tennessee. That's has where worked I was going. Way, yes. <laughs> that, he has worked his way up. You know, and for a guy that when he, you know, I mean, let's face it, anyone who watched Tennessee the last couple of years, you know, you're like Josh Palmer. I know the name, but what has he done? And uh, all he's done through this offseason, especially at the Senior Bowl and through Pro Day, you know, he's raised his uh, visibility up. I wouldn't be surprised if he is a second or third round pick. I doubt second, but he is absolutely in the realm of possibility as a third round pick. So, you know, and, and now I will say this, you know, the Titans have cornerback needs. So, they could easily go cornerback in that first round. Mm-hmm. You know, Greg Newsom, Northwestern, Caleb Farley, if he falls to him, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see John Robinson try to trade up a couple spots to get a cornerback like that. Um, but, you know, Josh Palmer is definitely a guy to be considered in that second round of, of wide receivers when they start coming off the board. Six two two ten. Yeah, we are speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Teresa Walker of the Associated Press. You know, Teresa, um, we had David – Ubbin of the Athletic on 
late last, was it last week? Mm-hmm. And um, we we talked a little Josh Palmer and how he has kind of elevated himself, not necessarily into the second round, but into a second day candidate. But I want to get back to Devontae Smith for just a second. Uh, and and as you said, J. Rob has mentioned that we're we're willing to shuffle around, which has pretty much been the hallmark of his GM tenure at Tennessee. If you see Devontae Smith at around 18, 19, he's still on the board. As the Titans, do you try to go up and get him? Uh, I, I don't know why you wouldn't think about that for sure, Mo, because, I mean, we, we all saw him. I mean, as talented as he was, you know, the Heisman Trophy winner, you know, shoot, A.J. Brown cut a, you know, bit, you know, r- raving about Devontae Smith and how, how talented he is. So, uh, you know, and he's a guy who would absolutely fit. I know there's still there's concerns. And here's the fun part about the draft. You know, he wins in Heisman Trophy, puts up, you know, all these numbers with Alabama. And now there's concerns because he weighed 166 pounds. And it's like, you can put, you know, give the boy a steak. You know, you, you can, you know, a nice nutrition program. You can add some, you know, pounds to that young man and keep the speed and things. So if he is. Or you can get, leave him alone. And let him make plays. When somebody said on somebody said on Twitter yesterday. They said, "If I was Devontae Smith, and they asked me how much I weighed, I'd say two hundred and ten pounds with this Heisman Trophy in my hand." <laughs> so that's a great answer. Yeah, <laughs> but but he won't be carrying that thing on the field with him. So, uh, and, and this is where you have to trust the tape. You know, this is such a bizarre weird year. You know, pro days replaced the combine. You know, so they, they, you know, a lot of the, uh, the, the, the judgment of players is off their tape. And if you turn on one game of, of Devontae Smith, you can see this kid, you know, running routes, making catches and just being, you know, tough to catch, uh, from, from the defensive standpoint. So, uh, you know, if he gets close to 18, I, I, I would have to think the Titans wouldn't be the only ones trying to maybe think about moving up to get him. And I'll just remind you, there's a, John Robinson's had like 21 trades since he's taken over as GM. Twice he's traded up in the uh, first round. Uh, most recently when he took uh, Rashawn uh, Smith, uh, no, sorry, Rashawn Evans. Uh, my last name is Smith in my private life, so I just sometimes I drop that in. <laughs> Every now and then, but Rashawn Evans, he, he traded up a couple spots to get him from like 25 to 22, uh, his first year, you know, after he traded the number one pick, you know, that he got 15 from the Rams traded up to get to number eight to get Jack Conklin. So that was a leap of seven spots. So, you know, he has shown the ability to move up. He's done it a lot in later rounds as well. So when he sees somebody he wants, and he told us Monday that, you know, sometimes in the end, you've got all these boards, they've done all the scouting. In the end, sometimes it comes down to his gut in, in deciding, I, this is the guy that we need for this team. I think that's kind of the thing is, you know, the positive for the Titans is at 22, they have five positions that they really need to fill. The negative is they have five, five positions, positions they, they need, need to, to fill. fill. Yeah. So it's it's like, you know, when you're John Robinson and, you know, it's it's basically just, hey, are we going to take the, the first guy that's available on our board, you know, no matter what position, or are we focusing on position rather than the guy? So it's going to be, let's just say tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun. 
Chris, I'll guarantee you that whoever they take, wherever they take them, it's going to be the guy who was at the top of their board, <laughs> the guy they absolutely wanted, and oh, there's no they doubt. just had to take him. Exactly. So uh, be ready for that. Now, I, will, I, I do think, though, that the bigger need is at wide receiver. They've signed Josh Reynolds. They really like Nick Westbrook-Akina. You know, and, yes, they've got A.J. Brown, you know, pro bowler this last season. And I think everybody understands that, especially since he had both knees operated on after the season, that a healthy A.J. Brown is just poised for even more this season. That said, the playoff game against the Ravens, where, you know, both of those guys, Davis and, and, and A.J. Brown, were kind of dinged up and limited in that game. It was just too easy for defenses to just completely sell out and say, we're going to stop Derrick Henry. This offense works best when they've got the ability to throw down the field. And they've got to replace not just Davis, not just Johnny Smith, but also Adam Humphreys, who they cut. So I just see more need right now at wide receiver. Do they need a quarterback? Yeah. Uh, you know, Christian Fulton, their third-round pick last year, uh, injuries are the only thing that kept him. But he still started two games as a rookie. So you can get a guy in that second round if you go wide receiver in the first round and fill that need. So bigger need to me, still at wide receiver. Teresa, before we let you go, um, San Francisco's taking Justin Fields, aren't they? Gotta think so. I mean, I, I, I'm just not. I'm sorry, Matt Jones. They should. He, you know, but I don't know if they're going to. I, I know it makes no sense. You don't spend the draft capital and go up that far, and if you don't know who you want, you know, you, you make that move knowing that it shouldn't be. Well, we're going to take a quarterback. We got to make this move and trade up. You've got to know that you're your specific player that you're going to get. Now that said, again, it's the draft. I mean, you know, there was one year where Minnesota, you know, they're on the clock and they couldn't even get their pick in in time. So, and they've been training and preparing for that for months. So, thing weird things happen in the NFL draft. I mean, so you know, just stay tuned. I think we're all going to be curious to see who they take. If it's Matt Jones, you know, okay, you know, well. Uh, you know, uh, just just ask the Chicago Bears how it is to you know to have taken a guy when you know you could have had a Deshaun Watson, a Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. You, yes, you don't want to be that team in a draft year. Ten years ago today, yes, the, the Kansas City Chiefs took Patrick Mahomes out of Texas Tech. How many? Wasn't ten years ago. So, you, know, you you said there would be no math. Sorry, and six years ago. Yeah. Sorry, six years ago. Six ten. Yeah. Sorry, that's how I got I, to be fifty. I read. Well, it is your the seventh or eighth yeah. anniversary of what of your forty ninth birthday. I, I read that this morning, and I was like, that doesn't sound right, but maybe it is. It wasn't ten years ago. No, no, no it but wasn't. it was today. This is this is the anniversary of uh, <laughs> Kansas City taking Patrick Mahomes, and some might say it's worked out. Just a little bit. <laughs> so, I think they're pretty pleased with it. It's going to be. Uh, I'm telling you this. Uh, this draft is going to be one of the wildest drafts that we have ever seen. It's going to be really entertaining. I'm looking forward to it. Hey guys, the draft is always entertaining. I mean, now, remember it, it, this uh, one just feels more so. That maybe because there's been less buzz around it. I don't know. I think it's the well, San Francisco confusion. draft that is cre- yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just remembering Laramie Tunzel suddenly showing up before the draft started, (laughs) you know, video of him in a gas mask. Mm. And it's like, 
So, you know, and funny, I'll send you the video Mo, later, but somebody's making fun of that in a little NFL draft thing that's just hilarious. So, you know, <laughs> things are going to happen in the next three nights that you're going to look back and probably in three months. I mean, shoot, look at the Tennessee Titans first round pick a year ago. He's not even in the NFL right now. So, but what's uh, funny about that is the the clip of Isaiah, Whitson, uh, Isaiah Wilson getting drafted and the girlfriend in his lap and the mom snatching her up, that was one of the funniest things to come out of last year's first round. And now the guy's no longer in the league and we don't know where the girlfriend is. But uh, Yeah, well, maybe she's helping him with his rap music. <laughs> On that note. Teresa Walker of the Associated Press has joined us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Teresa, thank you so much for your time, and I'm sure we'll be catching up. Sounds good. Thank you so much. I'll send you that video. Do. You got my number. I do. (laughs) All right, bye. It was four years ago in the 10th pick. That's where the 10 (laughs) came from. That's where the 10 came from. There you go. I, I remember reading it this morning, but the only thing that stuck out was ten, and I'm like, "How did Mahomes fall to ten? But because it's only been four years, it's only been, been four years, and he's won a Super Bowl, and he's possibly oh. one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. It's a whole thing. Well, time <sighs> flies it, it, when you're having fun. Um, super excited to get to the next segment because there is something that I want to share with you and, and discuss with you about the Pioneer League. It's going to be great. <laughs> I think I saw it. Yeah. yeah okay. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about the Braves and the Pioneer League and their extra innings when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.